Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. We are at PCMA Convening Leaders 2023 in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, I have the pleasure of speaking um, with David Peckinpah, President and CEO of Merits Holdings and Merits Global Events. Thank you for joining us, David. It's my pleasure. Thanks for making the time during PCMA Convening Leaders. That's always the challenge here is finding any little slot of time right it is we're sitting in a corner on a couch trying to carve out a few minutes but i appreciate it well thank you and um so this is your first year in this role uh, how's it been what have you learned and what are some of your ob- objectives moving forward yeah uh, first year as uh, ceo of merits uh, the holdings company uh, steve merits moved to an executive chairman role last january so just hit my one year anniversary um you know, I think the really encouraging thing is just the overall state of the business, which uh, you can imagine, uh, like so many, uh, particularly the global events part of our business. We have two other uh, businesses. We have our motivation business and our automotive business. And uh, those both actually did uh, pretty well through the pandemic. Obviously, global events did not. So the overall uh, you know, health and recovery of the business has been critically important. I've spent my first year really doing a lot of listening and learning. Uh, did a ton of those sessions uh, and then kicked off a new initiative called Next 125. And I labeled it that because we celebrated our 125th anniversary uh, a couple years ago. And so I really wanted to take this as an opportunity to get a lot of feedback and then really look at what are the opportunities for this business for the next 125 years? How do we address go to market strategy? How do we address branding? And some things that I think we can clarify in the marketplace. Uh, to really help accelerate our growth. And um, so what are you seeing out there um, in terms of just the the general meetings and events industry? You must be privy to a lot of uh, information to help you guide uh, such a large company. You know, we we do have a lot of data, uh, and there's no doubt. And, you know, I'm not sure I can add a whole lot of insight to that topic because I think overwhelmingly it's a very positive story. I think, you know, we all know that meetings are back, in-person is back. Uh, Hybrid is still important, but has sort of, you know, sort of gone to the the sideline a little bit um, because of just the power of human gathering and and the desire of people to to gather. Uh, So I think it's a very bullish outlook. Obviously, one of the trends we're looking at is the economy and spent a lot of time with uh, economists. Um, We have a great partner in Edward Jones, uh, getting insights from their perspective. And I think, you know, the there's there's a conflicting story, right? You look at the jobs report, continues to be very positive. If you listen to the broadcast news, they will constantly talk about, you know, uh, an impending recession. I'm not so sure. I think we are, uh, the jury's still out on that. Uh, I think there, if there is a slowdown, and I would use that word probably more than the R word, uh, I think it's going to be fairly short and fairly shallow. Uh, that seems to be the consensus right now. Um, if you can get consensus, but I think uh, overall very bullish outlook on on the industry, the health of the industry, uh, the direction we're going, uh, the importance of what we've seen now in design. Uh, I think we see that live and well here at, Con- at Convening Leaders, the power of intentional design and how that's driving our, our industry forward. And, uh, you know, another thing is sort of conflicting is, um, you know, the jobs reports, like like you mentioned, are very robust, but we continue to have a sort of a talent pipeline or employment challenges in this industry. Are you seeing anything interesting um, about that? 
Yeah, from an industry perspective, we just saw a data that was released from SCIF uh, the other day and continue to be a shortage in the hospitality space, uh, massive shortage. Uh, hundreds of thousands of jobs uh, that are still needing to be filled. Interesting, the biggest category is housekeeping for hotels. But I think anybody that's been traveling sees the other challenges that hotels are experiencing. And that's across the entire supply chain. And so we're seeing that in our business, uh, the battle for talent is another huge trend. Uh, trying to retain talent, uh, you know, the jobs report, right? A lot of opportunities still exist in the marketplace. So how do you build a culture? How do you acquire new talent? How do you retain that talent? Um, and how do you sort of build career and career pathing and, and that sense of belonging that is so important in this new hybrid work environment? And I think a lot of organizations are struggling with that. We have an entire initiative called our Workplace Experience uh, Solution that we're bringing to market that uh, is addressing that very issue for a lot of our clients. Great, thank you for that. Um, and let's talk about maybe three um, sort of areas that I, I think that are important to you and you may be uh, focusing on um, human trafficking awareness, innovation and technology and DE&I. Um, you know, how about human trafficking awareness? Uh, what, what do you want to tell listeners about that? You know, this journey for us started back in 2011 um, and I was invited uh, by Delta Airlines um, actually Sabre, their technology partner, to come down and help celebrate Delta Airlines signing the code, which is part of ECPAT USA, which is focused on the children aspect of human trafficking, which is horrific. So we've been involved in that uh, really since 2011. Our number one goal, not only signing the code, but then building awareness. And so we do that at every one of our events. Uh, it's one of our main uh, cultural initiatives in our company. Uh, we also support an organization in St. Louis called The Covering House, which is a recovery center for uh, individuals that have been trafficked. And we actually house them in our uh, our building and provide them office space. So it's it's part of our DNA now. Uh, we have sent uh, two of our staff on a two-week mission to Thailand uh, to learn more about this issue because I think initially everyone thinks it's a, it's a not-us issue, mm -hmm. but it's in our backyard. It's in every one of our communities. Our industry is uh, hor horrifically involved um, in hotels, transportation, um, you know, airlines, bus, interstate, convention centers. I mean, it's all across the board. So I think as an industry, we've seen huge uh, adoption of uh, anti-human trafficking initiatives, and we just continue to encourage that. However you want to get involved, we just want everyone involved. And then how about innovation and technology? Uh, what are some uh, issues or advancements in, in that area uh, planners should be aware of? Well, you know, I think technology is an enabler of everything we're talking about, right? We're talking a lot about data, we're talking about data-driven design, data-driven insights, um, and that affects how we design with intent for every kind of event you can do, whether it's an incentive event, a trade show, a sales conference, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, I think technology is an enabler of that design, an enabler of those experiences. So I think you know part of our responsibility for our clients is to make sure that we're staying on top of and current with not only uh, current offerings, but future offerings. How does artificial intelligence uh, impact us? How will things like blockchain impact the industry? And so we have an innovation practice uh, led by Amy Kramer on our team that does nothing but do those market scans, environmental scans, helps us really look at transformational innovation for our organization 
which is going to benefit our clients and then hopefully the industry as well. And then how about DE and I, um, I guess both from a merits um, standpoint and then just in the industry as a whole? You know, I think it's it's one of the, you know, if you look at sustainability and DE and I, those are kind of the buzz phrases right now. Um, I think the concern we have is it cannot just be a, a, a catchphrase. It can't be just words on a piece of paper. It's got to really lead to uh, action and results. Uh, we had a speaker this morning at a, at a client breakfast that talked about vast majority of the money, and I think her number was $8 billion has been spent on DE&I initiatives, and it's not really making a difference for the individuals. Um, so I think as an organization, we're looking at both of those, and how do we make it uniquely to, our, to us and to our culture and to our people? Uh, and so we're all, like so many other things, like our anti-human trafficking initiative is all grassroots. So it's, it's not top-down led, it's bottom-up led. And it is driven by our people, and they help guide our journey uh, and how we're going to make a difference. And so, you know, I think it's one of those table stakes, right? If, as an organization, if you're not looking at those issues, uh, they're critically important. The Gen Z generation, which is the future of our industry, right? The future of the workforce. If you look at all the data, that's critically important to them. Issues like sustainability, DNI. It's how we're going to attract talents. How we're going to retain ta talent how we're going to grow and develop careers is with a proper focus. Uh, at Merits, our key word is welcome. And we want to be an organization that is welcoming to everybody. And uh, and I think that's that, that's really important for, for us uh, and our journey down this path. And look, we're all in different stages, but we're all on the journey and we're committed to it. And, um, you know, Merits, of course, is a global um, organization um, and, you know, getting, kind of sticking, um, staying on sustainability, um, climate change is a huge issue. It's, it's almost the biggest, probably the biggest issue in, say, Europe. Here it just hasn't gained traction. I know all of the uh, industry leaders, it's very important to them. All of the big stakeholders, it's important to them. But it doesn't seem to sort of percolate down to a consumer level how do you explain that well i think you know, i think it's changing rapidly um you know in our business which is all group uh focused we are absolutely seeing it front and center it's coming up in rfps it's coming up in requirements it's coming up in even being considered as a potential partner or vendor or supplier you've got to have well-defined and uh, disciplined um, initiatives around sustainability for our industry as a whole it's absolutely going to be a critical factor you look at the impact on air travel and air travel being looked at as a potential, I, I use the word weapon, in this discussion. The carbon shaming. Carbon uh, shaming. Yeah. And, you know, that's why organizations like Meeting Me Business Coalition have to be addressing that for our industry. The EIC, uh, U.S. Travel, um, PCMA, obviously, is a big focus uh, this year at committee leaders around those topics. So we, we have to be committed to it. We can't put our head in the sand. I think Europe and the EU in particular are farther along in that journey, but I think we, we're going to catch up and catch up quickly. At our company, we've just announced a, a new leader of what we're calling environmental strategy, uh, Rachel Riggs, who we're really excited. Right. Uh, that news is coming out next week, so a bit of a, a little scoop for you. Thank you. Um, uh, but we're really excited about that, and it's a multi-pronged initiative working not only within our walls, but with our clients and with our supplier partners on how we as an industry can really uh, sort of circle the wagons and get on this issue because it's going to be 
really critical to us in the future. And then uh, finally, uh, they announced here at PCMA, uh, you know, Destinations International, a new uh, sort of agreement to help uh, bring insurance to uh, event organizers. Um, you know, especially with what we've been through with COVID. Um, you know, uh, is that you envision that's going to be something that's going to be very important uh, to the industry? Yeah, I mean, and event insurance is uh, if if organizations didn't have that. Uh, leading into the pandemic, they're sure as heck are wishing they had, because uh, it saved a lot of people's bacon, uh, yeah. using an old phrase. And so it's, it's again, going to be one of those sort of mandatory issues. And, and so DIs help around that issue and trying to bring different solutions to the marketplace, I think is really, really important. Because um, you, you simply can't organize and execute events without the proper insurance. I mean, that's, that, that's kind of understood now. Yeah, and I think when they announced it, uh, they said if you would have purchased, uh, I think communicable, I can, it's hard to pronounce that, but disease insurance, uh, you know, before the pandemic it would have been pennies. Yeah. But now I'm I'm expecting that price tag to go up. Yeah, I would I would think it's kind of like flood insurance in Florida. Yeah. It's it's probably along that line. It's it's got to be getting pricier and pricier. Uh, those that did it on a long-term basis earlier on, it's like hedging fuel prices for an airline, mm-hmm. uh, were smart, uh, but it's just going to be the cost of doing business. If we could all see in the future, then it would be everything would be a lot less expensive, right? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all would have bought properties, you know, in a bunch of different places. Exactly. Well, uh, thank you, David, for joining us Thanks, today. Uh, my pleasure. And that was David Peckinpah with uh, Merritt's Global Events and Merritt's Holdings. Um, thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director. If you like what you heard today, uh, head on over to meetingstoday.com and check out our podcast section, which is filled with um, a variety of podcasts uh, from PCMA, Convening Leaders, um, IMEX America, lots of other events, and uh, a lot of uh, just other great uh, podcasts with uh, thought industry um, or thought leaders from the industry. So thanks for joining us today.